Hello and welcome to the Movie Quest. This is a movie podcast where each week a couple of friends sit together, chat about a film in depth and talk about what we've been watching that week. This week we're going to be doing continuing our series, our original series which is based on the water. <laughs> no one's ever done that before. Yeah, no one's ever done a series of films based on water. So last week we did Water World. That was Johnny's pick. Thanks, Johnny. Yep, no worries. Uh, this week <laughs> Cheers, is mate. my pick, which is Captain Phillips. Ooh. I think pretty good choice. Very good choice. My wife's pick, so thanks, Mel. Cheers, and Mel. then um, next week is Aaron's pick, which is Ponyo. Yes. Studio Ghibli, beautiful film. First Ghibli, Ghibli, wherever you fall in the character. First, first one that we brought to the pod. It is, yeah. Well, yeah. That would be a big, momentous occasion. So, so first of all, I just want to ask everyone, if you listen to the show and enjoy listening to the show, please... Rate us on iTunes. It's really helpful. Um, there's a little link on your description, your podcast, on your podcast app. Click that and give us a rating. Also, if you want to send us an email, like a question or suggestion, or you just want to complain at Aaron's uh, opinions on North and Northwest, uh, send it to <laughs> podcast at themoviequest.com. Yeah, so how are you guys doing? It's been a week since we've last uh, recorded. Doing well? Yeah, I've been uh, relaxing quite a lot since last time we recorded. All right. Um, yeah been uh, been taking it easy uh yeah it's all good i think there's a uh, a cold front coming potential s- snow at the end of the month really yeah oh that's exciting yep yeah, so uh maybe, yeah. maybe we should have done snow movies instead of water movies yeah well we can't do the shining again can we <laughs> oh no yeah that's true that's true yeah Aaron, uh, you been up too much um yeah i have been working that's what i've been doing Working nine to five. Except I don't do that kind of shifts. Oh, no. I've also <laughs> I've also been watching uh, a white haired pretty white haired boy. buff buff boy. White buff haired boy. And I know you've been watching the white haired buff boy. <laughs> I'm just gonna let like, sit there and just say that over and over again. White haired buff boy. Yes. Buff boy. You've been watching The Witcher, Aaron. I've been watching The Witcher. You've been watching The Witcher. I think we've both finished it, haven't we? Oh, we've both finished The Witcher. Johnny has not watched The Witcher. No, I've not watched it. You've, you need to watch The White Hair Buff Boy. Excuse do you have me? any interest in watching it? Yeah, I do have interest in watching it. But I've been watching other films, you know. Yeah. yeah. Other films, which <laughs> thought we were going to be reviewing today, but couldn't review them because <laughs> some people haven't watched them yet. <laughs> So, The Witcher. <laughs> some sort of uh, some anger in that. Uh, Witcher, which is a Netflix original series. Netflix original series slash game slash book. Yeah, we tried to review this last week or the week before. <laughs> and I was... We did, we talked about it, but I was so out of it. I was really ill and we just... I, I just still ill? Well, I am still ill, right, yeah. before, before we recorded, Ant swigged some TCP and it was meant to be dilute. And I know I probably should have said that, but you just had it straight. <laughs> hey, it, there it, may be a video of it. Well, oh, really, <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was an experience. The aftermath of it has lasted throughout the, the evening, but uh, it helped a lot. I'll be honest. So, if you ever have any ulcers, take some TCP. Mm. The smell reminds me of like a bath after you know if you graze your knee or something, oh, yeah, yeah. and you have like a, a is it. Dettol bath or something like that, or a TCP bath. I was going to say Domestos, but that's bleach, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, Dettol bath. You know that smell. 
It kind of reminds me of probably of what The Witcher. Yes, is. good segue. Oh, uh, when when he's uh, about to go into battle, or when he's uh, when he's trying to heal himself afterwards, <laughs> takes himself a nice little potion. You didn't know what you did there, Johnny, but it was perfect. So, The Witcher. The Witcher. Netflix original series. Yes. Starring Henry Cavill. Yes. Who's a big fan of this? Big, big fan of the games and the books. So it's based on an original um, set of books, a Polish Polish author wrote. Yeah. Uh, it became popular through the video games. Yes. There's been three video games so far. And Netflix picked it up. I think they were looking for their response for, for Game of Thrones, basically, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. I think um, so. It's one series, eight episodes long. Yes. About an hour long each. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can go into a bit of detail. I mean, I guess... We don't have to spoil it all, I suppose, but I mean, a lot of people might have watched some of it. What's the gist of it? The yeah, gi- yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like medieval style, sort of like, we say dark fantasy, I guess. Is dark it? fantasy. Game of Thrones. There's Game this- of Thrones with more magic and more monsters. And they're really more buff men, one in particular. Um, but the same, similar amount of, of like, dong... Uh, of- <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't any of those in there. <laughs> Similar amount of dung and sort of like uh, <laughs> and sort of like grime and dirt and sort of sex and that sort of stuff. I would say, well, you know, but actually, maybe not quite as much. No, I think Game of Thrones goes into a bit more than that than, than The Witcher. Maybe because there's more seasons of it. But regardless, it it stars Geralt of Rivia. Geralt of Rivia is a Witcher, so the Witchers they're like this. They've been bred um Mutated. Mutated by witch, by wizards. Yeah. Um, by humans. And they... Basically, no one likes them. Uh, they're like... They, their eyes have changed colour. Yeah. And they're like... They're supposed, supposed to not have feelings, but then you're sort of like not sure if that's true. Do, yeah. uh, they're like superhuman. They're like super, yeah, super yeah. soldiers, aren't they, basically? Yeah, yeah. They're sent in to go take out monsters and people pay them, you know, oh. pay them some money to go out, take a, the local nuisance. So it might be like there's... Uh, a goblin, no, I don't know. Uh, oh no, a poltergeist. A poltergeist, or like a zo- like a werewolf or something. Billy Goat Gruff sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy Goat Gruff under the under the bridge. Under the, under and the bridge. Like, please go and sort this, these people, these monsters out, because you know it's a, they're attacking the the villagers or whatever. So he goes off, gets his gets his money, goes off, takes out the monsters, and then uh, comes home and has a bath. Yeah, that's and pretty much my yeah, episode. That's basically yeah, you know, and then someone writes a banging tune about him, and it gets stuck in your head, and everyone. Yeah, I mean the the series like follows basically the three main characters: Siri, Siri, who's the princess. Yes. Uh, there's Jennifer, who's like a witch. Yes. Who starts off you first meet when she's like uh, living in a in a pigsty. Yeah, yeah. Um, out, out, her parents. Don't like, don't don't like her, and they sort of get, try and get rid of her. Um, and then you've got Andrew Cavill who plays Geralt. Um, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting the, the way this the, the series is structured is quite yeah. interesting. I think no they, they, they bounce around loads and with the timelines. Uh, for a couple of times, you're like, oh yeah, there's two timelines going on, then you realise there's, there's more going yeah. on, and there's other things happening. So it does keep you on your toes in that from yeah. that point of view. Um, although I kind of wish they just told like a continuous bit of a continuous story I think the book does that right and that's why it does it yeah I think the book does it don't someone could maybe email in and tell us otherwise mm. but I'm pretty sure I was having a conversation with someone who's who's read the book and they said that's what the book does so um, they're staying true I've never played the games never read the books oh, 
But from an outsider, I th- felt like they built the world really well. Yeah, they did. Like it was really interesting. All all the monsters and the different like ghouls and things that they come come, come across. Each episode was, for the most part, was was in, interested and fairly self contained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of for at least some of the big story, um, story arcs in the in the uh, in the episodes. And I think Henry Cavill plays it really well, doesn't he? Does yeah. Like he's pretty this, true to the game game character. Yeah, he's this really gruff sort of like he sort of he plays it like he doesn't have a sense of humour, but also he kinda has a sense of humour. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he makes comments like at certain points where like he's just like, Oh no, I'm screwed or whatever. Like and it's just he, he plays it really well. Um, and then he's got his like companion guy is like, a bard who sings about him and Toss makes a up a story. So I just have one question. Mm. Game of Thrones based on a book but yeah. the books weren't finished when they were filming it. Yeah. Is, is The Witcher yeah, books finished? finished yeah, right. Finished. So there's a definite story and a plot which they're going to try and follow. I hope so, yeah. I, I hope they do follow that and try not to veer too far away from it. I don't mind like using the books as like a, a structure for things, but once you start to sort of free fall, or free form, sorry, it, it can get bad quick. Do you have any um, criticisms of the, of, the, of the show at all? Not, not re, not really. I mean, I know people have criticisms of it, um, but like, I think because I really enjoyed the TV, sorry, the the, the game. It was, and I, th- I really was really scared about this coming out, thinking, "Oh no, this is going to be rubbish." Why are they making a TV program of one of the greatest, arguably one of the greatest games ever made? Because um, definitely in that conversation, The Witcher Three, you promise. Um, I thought this was rubbish, but actually they stayed true. Henry Cavill being like a massive fan of it helped because he was like super into it. You could tell, and they just they made it for the fans. It wasn't really for everyday people, but I think people got behind it. It is, is nice. it is quite unapologetically like just true. To, it seems true to what it is because there's like some bits you're watching it and you're just like. Like it went, I got like when Mel watched it with me, and she went a lot of it went over her, her head, and she was just like, I can't, sort of can't bother following this because it's so it's quite confusing because yeah, it's really in depth that. and there's a lot of detail there. Um, but I think once you get your head around it, and I still it, I like discovering that stuff and trying to keep up with that sort mm-hmm, of stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, my only criticisms with the, with the with the show was that the last two episodes I think got a bit, bit of, became a bit unwieldy, and it sort of felt like. It's one of those shows where they're not quite sure they're going to make a new, going to keep continuing to make more seasons. Yeah, you know, so they sort of feel like they have to do some sort of big finale to sort of try and. Yeah. If it ever did stop, they could sort of be like, "Oh well, there's at least there's a story there." Um, it just felt a bit rushed, I would say, towards yeah. the last the last yeah, episodes. But overall, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed it. I, I I haven't really ever watched or read much of that sort of fantasy genre. So there's, a, there's a show, there's an episode where they go look for a dragon, which is actually quite enjoyable as well. It's a good, good episode. Um, I don't think, again, I think the ending felt very, a little bit low budget, but the sort of getting to it was really fun yeah. and yeah. well written. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a good show, I think. I think I think you should watch it, Johnny. I mean, I will watch it. Um, do you think there'll be a second series? There already has been. There already is a second series? No, the, the, yeah, it's just been announced that there's going to be one. Okay. Will it be like a yearly thing? So, I imagine so. Probably, yeah, yeah, it depends on the actors and actresses' schedules. Henry Cavill's a big, big, big yeah. actor, but they must have paid him a big bag of coin. 
He's a big boy. He needed yeah, it. Yeah. Big right. Tough boy. On that note, shall we uh, crack on with the main event? Yes, yeah, so I could buy another buff boy. Mr. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Hench. Captain Phillips. There's one thing they say about Tom, it's how hench he is. So I'll just go a quick intro and some uh, some information intro about away. the film. So it's Captain Phillips, came out in 2013. It's a dramatization of the real-life events, true mm-hmm. events of the hijacking of an American cargo ship. In 2009, they, during the hijacking, they, the captain of the ship was taken hostage by Somalian pirates, which was the first time in 200 years that an American ship was hijacked. Film stars Tom Hanks as Captain Phillips, uh, Barkhad Abdi as the leader of Somalian pirates, uh, and then a, a, quite a few fairly unknown actors, I think. The other Somalian pirates uh, were all first-time actors, uh, as well as uh, Barkhad Abdi, and then I think a lot of the... Um, people in it were actually uh like especially the the u.s naval staff were actually just real u.s navy they weren't actually you actors. got that oh really well, yeah 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 the the person at the end obviously the, we'll talk about the it doctor, yeah, you yeah, tell. yeah yeah she seemed very real on it yeah <laughs> yeah so it's directed by paul uh greengrass so before you continue the whole way through I was like this feels like a film and I was like I'm really enjoying this film why am I really enjoying this film and then I just like was like it feels like a boring film and then I googled it and I was like oh it's, it's, it's yeah okay that's that's why yeah so uh, directed by Paul Greengrass whose other films include Bloody Sunday <sighs> what which is a great great film and similar sort of uh, shot, uh, style of shot I'm I think. worried if we bring that how much am um, I going to cry the Bourne series, so Bourne Identity, uh, Supremacy, Ultimatum. Um, he also did. Oh, he did also did Jason Bourne that came out a few years ago, and I think out of all these, my favourite one um, for me was uh, United Ninety Three as well. He did, he did that, which came out in two thousand six, which was a, a similar sort of uh, true events film where he uh, it was a uh, it was based around the uh, hijacking of the uh, one of the airline of one of the airlines that. Uh, was used on the September 11th attacks. So, in 2013, other films that came out that year, Hunger Games Catching Fire, The Wolf of Wall Street, Her, with our friend uh, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Gravity, Ooh. and uh, the big one for that year, 12 Years a Slave. Oh, really? Oh my God. What, a actually, good, what a good year. I could have named even more. There was loads. There's, there's quite a lot of good films out that year. So for my first question to you guys is, uh, had you seen the film before? And um, have you seen any of, of Greengrass's films? Yeah, I remember seeing it in the cinema. Um, I think I went by myself to to see it. Mm. Um, yeah, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. I think I saw it in the cinema with maybe Heather. I can't remember. But I saw, yeah, I saw it in the cinema and then I saw it. I think half of it a number of years later or all of it a number of, like maybe maybe last year mm. I think on right. TV yeah you mm. mentioned that you watched it again recently yeah have you, have you seen any Greengrass's films before uh, yeah I've seen all the Bourne films mm. really really like those yeah. uh, I think the first one is just really good it's a really you know well rounded action film and it's kind of serious there's no kind of jokes in it or anything like that it's kind of just played straight all the way mm, through yeah and when you put jokes in you kind of 
I feel like, oh yeah, this is actually a film made for audiences. But when it's played straight all the way through, it's kind of just following it and you feel like you're part of the actual film. Yeah, yeah. It feels and, really real. Yeah, yeah. It feels really real. Like, obviously things are cinematic, but it it's done in a way that makes you feel part of that world that's going on in that mm. that movie for that time. Um, I think I've seen United 93, but I can't remember it that much I re- I watched that for the first time a few years ago and I was blown away with how good it was I'd, I recommend it as like a, if you want to watch some of it mm. again um, as a rewatch for one of his films like yeah it's, I watched that and then I went and watched like the documentary behind the making, the making of it and then like they did a bunch of documentaries with the families of the people who were on the plane and stuff it was really interesting um, but yeah I, yeah I in terms of other stuff I've seen of his I've I've probably the same as you, Johnny. I've seen the Bond, the Bond films, '93, and I have seen Bloody Sunday, but it was a such a long time ago. It was one of those things I saw like on probably like Channel Four mm. at one point. When I was like in high school or whatever, and I, I saw it. And don't really, I remember James Nesbitt's performance. And I remember some of the scenes like of the of them like you know the, the stuff that's going on on the streets, but I don't really remember that much of it. But it's probably one of those films that I need to go back and watch again. Um, just as a side note, uh, I went to a Christmas work um, party um, and uh, James Nesbitt was there doing mm. some show tune songs and comparing the evening. Wow. <laughs> in another room good. or like... In no, your... no, in the room, yeah. It was <laughs> it was like a wholesaler do. Oh, he was hired in to come and do it? Yeah, as, wow. the, as the compare. Class. I, I, uh, I walked past him at Manchester train station, Manchester Piccadilly, one time and he was looking at the... And the next train was going. And I was just like, oh. Well, he's from it. the same country that I uh, lived in. So yeah. well, that's your relationship. Better than you guys, eh? Doesn't he support Man United as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah. I, you only support four teams over there. so That's true. <laughs> um, I've seen most of his films. Mm. I've got 22 July or 22nd of July um, saved on my Netflix list. But um, I haven't had time to watch that because I know what it's about and I don't oh well, yeah I, I'm probably with a similar thought to you like when do you book that into your schedule to watch that sort of film yeah because you he, know it's going to be kind of pretty grim yeah yeah like harrowing yeah not like Aaron kind of sad like this is an actual thing that happened and it's horrific yeah. and it's like it's the same with Bloody yeah. Sunday like I watched it once probably cried for about 45 minutes and then just hated England for like maybe the rest of my life after that <laughs> like that's not true I like love England don't um but I was like yeah I don't know like you know the good thing is there's a trend in his films and we're going to be talking about it mm. aren't we like a realness that he gets across yeah I think well that's the thing I mean like how what do you think about his directing style because like it's quite obvious when you see his style. I think it, it, it's so like gritty, and Straight I think away. I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to figure out what it was that makes you notice his his style so much. And I think um, he grounds his characters really well, especially when it's like real life events. Like mm. when I watch 1993, it's similar to this one. They they show where the terrorists came from and they're like training, and then on them on them on the day, sort of like getting ready to go do this thing they're going to do 
and then you also see some of the families and you, it sort of like it grounds all the characters really well in this film like again with Captain Phillips you see both captains getting get, getting ready to for their for their like for, the day for their or day or, or for what they're going to do um, even you even see like with the the, the naval ship, the captain of the naval ship, you see him have you know get, get having a shave and have a shower and stuff and sort of getting ready to have to negotiate with mm. these. It's just interesting that he, ground, he grounds the, these characters in really like everyday sort of um, sequences, which is interesting. But then also like the way that actually the way these films are shot. I'm not sure if they're shot by the same cinematographer every way every time. But that sort of handhold uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. camera, yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of holding the camera by hand, handheld style. A lot, it was really big for a while, wasn't it? Back, you know, in the early two thousands, I think. Yeah. Especially when the Jason, I think probably Jason Bourne. It was it the off. one, wasn't it? Yeah, like yeah. Everyone was like those fight scenes. Where it was all like, you can't, but there's a way of doing them that is really works really well and it's really artful. Yeah. And there's a way of just making everyone feel sick and yeah. just like yeah. shaking so shaky much. Camera. Yeah, yeah, shaky camera. I think sometimes those films almost feel like a documentary in some ways. As in, mm. you're, you're you're literally viewing this person's life, mm. especially Captain Phillips, like the way it was introducing these people. It could be a documentary. Like, I mean, obviously, it sort of is in a way. Well, he he come Greengrass comes from a doing TV documentaries. That's what he did for a number of years. Like that he makes was sense. a dark, dark documentary filmmaker. And I think for some. For me personally, I seem to really like vibe off that. The you know, like especially maybe the way the the lighting is and then the rooms and stuff just feels like it's really natural. Like mm-hmm. that's how it looks. Like the tone and stuff that he sets with the way that the characters talk to each other. And do you know the bit after the the? I know we're gonna talk about it, but like the chase scene, and then they're sort of all like they go to the meeting room as, and they're like they're just like they have a debrief sort of thing. Yeah, and they have like yeah, have yeah. a coffee, like calm down, like yeah, and it yeah. just feels like. That's exactly how a staff meeting goes. Oh, yeah. Like he just yeah, sort of yeah. like it's just a mess, isn't it? <sighs> I don't know. He's a very good director, I think. I think I agree. Yeah, it's it's almost a slice of life, but on a very crazy day. Yeah, for for the person that he's choosing to show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can talk about the story, but I mean, to be fair, there's not really. I don't really want to go into too much detail because it's mostly just the introdu- introductions of the characters. Then they go get get on their way of the boats, you know, sailing. Across near the Somalian uh, coastline, I think they were like four hundred me uh, four hundred miles out, so yeah, not like that yeah. close. They're not, but, yeah, they're not close, but they're. Um, I mean, they could have been further out, but I think the uh, what from what I've read, the uh, actual Captain Philip, he he was some of his staff members complained and said, "Oh, we should be further away from the coastline. This wouldn't have happened." But then he was saying, "Like, well, if you're closer in, it's like less distance to cover, so you can get across quicker. So it's like less risk and that from that, that, yeah, that yeah, yeah. So it is like a fairly understandable decision to be a bit closer than um, what they could have been. But yeah, I mean, like that. Obviously, the Somalis come on the come and then board the ship. Eventually, there's the the them walking around the ship looking for the other crew members. There's a bit of a mutiny, and they basically get kicked off eventually in the lifeboat taking Captain Phillips with them. Yeah. And then there's just a big chase. Oh, a very slow chase <laughs> for, for, for 48 hours where it was in a really hot, dank lifeboat with um, with the Navy on in tail. And yeah. it's just that, the whole story of how it ends at that point. And that, that's basically it. It's not that much. I was actually really surprised actually when I was watching it how little there was actually on the big ship when they actually mm. when the pirates got on board because I, I was I, I assumed it was a lot longer from what I remembered yeah Um. so uh, I mean th- the main things about this film really is 
the two main actors in their performances. Yeah. So Tom Hanks's performance yeah. and Barkhad Abdi's performance. Yeah. So we'll chat about we'll chat about Tom Hanks first. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's just like he is probably the the most liked like actor probably like, I say he used to be the, world. The, the dad of the film world but he's sort of becoming the granddad of the film world now mm. as he's aging yeah like he's like he's like oh there's the granddad of cinema Tom Hanks he was that heartthrob for a while you know, a lot of the yeah. a lot of the rom-coms and stuff back in the day he was he, he was amazing he could play like he could play really comedic roles really well he did a lot of comedies but then he, he, then he could go into yeah. really really dramatic Philadelphia and that sort of stuff yeah. which is like really really moving like he's he is just a insanely good actor. I mean, one of the problems I guess you might have with this is that maybe just because it's Tom Hanks, it's so recognisable. Maybe it could pull you yeah. out possibly, but I didn't find that too much. No, no. I think he did a really good. Like his Boston accent was top. Well, I thought like about it? that. It was good at the start, and then it sort of just tailed off. Oh, no, I didn't think. I didn't think. I think he lost it after a while. To be honest. <laughs> I noticed it right at the start because when I was watching this from the start of the film I was mm. like oh that is an interesting ac- accent but um, but yeah I mean he's like oh, do, do you not think he's sort of now making more more recently more recently in his career he's make a a point of playing real people that have existed like his he, last he like solely, he did solely didn't he the, the yeah, one yeah. Where, the, I, I was I was there that day by the way so the 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 flight that you know landed in the, um, the Hudson Hud- River, Hudson River, that's the one in New York. I was on holiday with a university trip, and we were we were sat um, in a cafe having some breakfast, and we saw loads and loads of fire fire brigades and like ambulances and police trucks zooming past, and we didn't have a clue. But yeah, on that same day, just a few metres down the road, a couple hundred metres, there was a uh, crashed into the river. It's like, I didn't have a clue about it until we got home, until we got back to the hotel. Anyway, but yeah, so yeah, he's, he's playing a lot of, I guess, quite a lot of... I'm trying to think of a film where Tom Hanks has played a character that is in some way kind of an evil character or a bad character. So you always, from kind of the brief look through his IMDb, it's usually kind of the good guy or the... Pre- protagonist you know the the guy that you're rooting for in 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 every film i don't think there's one was he in the is it lady colors yeah he's was he a bad guy in that or was he sort of like charming and you sort of liked him or whatever i never watched it he's the isn't he uh, what you call it protagonist whatever it is where you like he's a bad guy but you like him yeah he's a bad guy in the circle he's kind of smarmy right right oh that one that's circles on with emma watson yeah yeah yeah. i mean is that he's in watson Oh, he's joking. He's joking. The laugh oh, is the Johnny's joke. just pretending he doesn't know who But yeah, he isn't often the bad guy. And he, no. like, more recently, he's, you know, he's done A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood. Isn't the post? Isn't that, like, a real life thing? Sully, obviously. This, uh, Captain Phillips. Toy Story. He was oh, yeah. Car- Carly Rae Jepsen's I Really Like You, you know, her video. To yeah. But yeah, I mean, like... Explain himself. Yeah. Oh, so... I guess we've got to discuss, like, it goes from being this sort of fairly cool, calm, collective captain, like, and he, and he handles the situation well. I mean, if you think about this, if this is, from what I understand, this is supposedly based fairly yeah, accurately yeah. To, the, to the actual mm. events. Like, some of the ingenious stuff he comes up with to try and get him to, like... It's so good, He's really it? trying to be really charming. It's like, oh, have some, have some melon and whatever. Like, come down to the mess and get some water and stuff. 
Like I love, I love some of the stuff he does to sort of try and distract him or get him away from his yeah. crew. Mm. He's a very good captain. This guy yeah. in real yeah. life, really smart. Like when he calls over to the the naval yeah. team, and uh, like he's basically like hoaxing it. Yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. like say, "Oh yeah, we're sending a warship over now, and we're yeah. gonna have a flyby. It's gonna be with you in five minutes." Over. Uh, to try and like trick the yeah. pirates not to get any closer. Like, they worked on one of them. On one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and the way that he was sort of still up to the antics even right into the end cause when you know when he knew he's like I'm in seat number 15 like I'm in seat number 15 yeah. like I just tell my wife that he, she needs to know where I am and stuff and I was just like you're a good, you're, yeah, you're yeah. A good captain you're yeah. like you there's a, like so mm. when you were saying about high you know the crew member said he should have been a bit further away and I was like but he's a captain for a reason, like yeah. yeah. I think there, I think there was a little bit of um. I think the only things that from what I read about the real life story, the only difference is, you know how he ends up sacrificing himself and just going into the lifeboat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't in real life. It didn't quite happen that way. Yeah. He went in to show them how to use it, and then just got attacked, and then they went off. So he didn't like. I'll go and you stay here. Or yeah, whatever. But yeah, yeah. I mean, still, like, it's still, it's such a small. Yeah piece of information <laughs> isn't it really this like, oh yeah but you have to like tweak certain things yeah. to make the and film also work. if that makes him look cooler then so be mm. it yeah uh, and then at the end i mean the the the, the, the scenes towards the end those scenes were so moving i can't yeah I, <sighs> it, I, I don't i've never cried at it but every single time i go in especially the second and third time because this is the third time that i've seen it I go in thinking, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. And then she goes like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. And you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah. It's seeing his vulnerability, I think. Oh. It's seeing just how, because it's weird, because at that point, you're not thinking it's Tom Hanks. You're thinking, you, you've person, seen, it's yeah. amazing how like, how Paul Greengrass can, he can bring this character in. You spend, not, I mean, he spends a lot of time with him, I suppose, over the film. Hmm. But like, you don't, you haven't seen his family. You haven't seen. He hasn't built like if you watch like a TV show. It takes a long time to get the characters to see that curve on that much, and you just so you 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 feel for him so bad. This ordeal he's been through, and, you, you, and it does really turn you, doesn't it? When you're watching that sequence at the end, it's so moving. But I I partially feel like you you find it so moving because of all of Tom work Tom Hanks's back catalogue because he's always played that kind of nice character it's kind of played into this character even yeah. more I suppose you feel I think, like I think like if you had Kevin Costner <laughs> as Captain Phillips I really don't think you'd feel the so same it has way to be Tom Hanks well someone like Tom yeah. Hanks yeah, it has to be like to get that to get that level of feeling out of that character because he is you know he is being like a bit of a dweeb in a way kind of you know, kind of like bumping into things yeah, and yeah. kind he's of a like, bit, a little bit like doing his little, like, little yeah. traps and stuff like yeah. that. Like, oh, if you break some glass, you get some glass in your foot. He's, he's not saying like, oh yeah, smashing around the head with a with a with a metal bar or something. Yeah. He's he's like saying, oh, let's do these little just tricks. Trying to deter and, them. Yeah, and almost like sort of tomfoolery to try and yeah. pers- dis- uh, persuade like the the kidnappers to. To let them go free. So Aaron said he didn't. You didn't cry, did you? At the end. I didn't. Did, did you, Johnny? Um, I was. I had a watery eye, but I didn't cry. Right. Okay. I've got something I want to bring up first. Uh, so we have an email. I'm just going to grab it up now. 
I'm just wanted. I've got a feeling that Johnny might have just told a little pocky. So I got, an, uh, <laughs> got an email from uh, yes. from a, a, a yeah. Sarah. <laughs> Hello, I watched Captain Phillips with Johnny yesterday. Just a note for whenever you're recording the podcast in relation to this film. He was crying. <laughs> He'll say he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> He'll say he didn't, but he was. I heard him sniffing. That's all. (laughs) Oh, and I actually really enjoyed Captain Phillips. I feel like I would I would have cried at it if I'd known it was based on a true story. But I didn't realise that until the end. Also the fact that Johnny was crying made me laugh. I wasn't crying. So that put me off feeling emotional. Johnny, are you gonna gonna be honest with everyone? No, I mean it is is it is sad, it does it did get me like probably more than more than most films there's, really there's but no judgement I wasn't weeping this wasn't, is a safe space I was with your friends I wasn't bawling my eyes out I was just like oh this is this is uh, so I, I was at the point where I was I was kind of on the verge of, of maybe shedding a tear yeah, I, I was like, like where it I was, was like well. it was so intense and so moving to see where I was like and then as soon as I was at that point Mel looks around and goes, "Are you crying? Are you crying?" I was like, "No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not crying. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just not crying. I'm just very like emotional right now." I, I, it's like this. I, you know, if I was, if I was to watch 1917 on my own in a room, I would have, I would have cried, definitely. But you two were there, so I was like, "No, I can't cry." <laughs> Got to be macho. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just, just wouldn't. And I think there was something I was watching. I can't remember when it was. Oh, it was Marriage Story. Like. Uh, there would have been a moment in that where I would have cried but then Heather like turned around and looked at me and I was like I'm fine so I just, I just want to say uh, thank you to some of my spies out there and uh, if, you have <laughs> any other, eyes. if you have any other uh, comments you want to send us especially you Heather and uh, thanks Sarah right uh, how about another standout performance in the whole film was uh, Barkhad Abdi's so- uh, this, 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 the main the leader of the Somalian Pirates I think his mm. name is Muse uh, or Moe's is it Moe's or Muse it is Muse, yeah. He and so do you know? Do you know the first of all? Do you know where how he got the job and how he became the the lead pirate? So uh, basically, in Minnesota, there's a, a huge, um, there's a quite a big population of Somalians who have moved obviously from Somalia and uh, and settled in America. Yeah, I think it was basically because around, around just before this happened in 2009 a few years before that there was a big civil war in Somalia and the whole country the government broke down without government and it just became like no there's no law and no police and that's why it all went into chaos a lot of people obviously must have moved away sort of refugees and stuff so um, him he moved I think to America when he was 14 and he lived in this area where there's a lot of Somalians and um, him and his and there was a there was a casting call for this uh, Somalian pirates and him and his group of mates went and auditioned and it turned out that they all became the pirates that's cool so all four of them in there all know each other all good mates that's really and they cool. all worked together on, on the, when they were auditioning they were bound, you know, coming up with ways they could do things better and like as they were making the film they were doing the same sort of thing they were like both giving each other critiques and that sort of stuff which is really interesting I thought it was pretty amazing that and they're all they've never acted before it's all their first time acting no, well, no, one no, of the no. things I was going to say about this film is that they do I think they do a really good job of giving a little bit of backstory and a little bit of like the plight why these people. these people why why they are 
like turning to this sort of life while they're having to go out and um and become pirates basically and i think they do a fairly okay job of that they don't go into too much but they sort of they hint at it and there's a lot there's like some really moving dialogue between captain philip and um amuse right at the end where he's saying to him like couldn't you be anything else why yeah, do you have yeah. to be pirates couldn't you, couldn't you be fishermen or whatever and he's saying you know you the big ships come in and to call our fish and now there's no more like opportunities for us yeah. and, like, and like that bit you know like that scene where he, Tom uh, Catterfields goes you're not just a fisherman you're not just a yes. like, like it's almost mm. like a, because you're treating me this way you told me that you're this but yeah, yeah, yeah. you're it's, not that because yeah. you're hurting me and like it hit oh, yeah. really hard because yeah, yeah. I was because you know the whole way through I was kind of feeling for these pirates because I know they've been through this, this system that's completely failed them mm. but at the same time they are Taking this human hostage, like threatening to kill Doing him. Doing things, yeah, mm. of course, yeah. And it's like that whole mm. moment was just so, still so powerful because I was just, yeah, you, no, you're not. Like, why are you doing this to this human being? Yeah, I agree. Like, I agree. Like, you, it's, it's like any good villain, I guess. Any good like bad guy, is if they have a backstory that's believable or why they like, why are they doing this? Because not everyone is pure. Well, a lot, most people aren't pure evil. A lot of people do things because of a certain situation they're in or like mm-hmm. they, they or because they have to do certain things to be able to survive or whatever and like just the fact that he was talking about like you know his, his boss wouldn't accept the 30,000 and he had to do more you have to you know yeah, it, it makes you feel sad for him but also at the same time you feel like oh you're a bit greedy you could you could you should have just given up or whatever but for some reason they just they, they thought they could get away with it the bit where Captain Phillips chatting to him and he said oh the last ship that uh, I took I got six million for and then Captain Phillips was like well why are you still hit yeah, yeah, yeah and he's like well I have to pay bosses and the bosses have to pay their bosses and yeah you realise you realize he, he's just the cog in the machine isn't he he's well the... yeah yeah he's he's the person who he's the cannon fodder it's what I find interesting about the performances at, like the Somalian pirates is how real they 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 made it mm. feel mm. and i not i just think usually in films or tv programs whenever they take people that have sort of lived in that sort of that place or from that area or whatever it tends to usually pays off quite well because they can take like you know take from experience yeah, imagine, imagine if they would have taken some hollywood actor who was quite recognizable and put him in there like I guess it's similar to Tom Hanks, but because he's an American, it sort of works, whereas it wouldn't have had as much of an impact. These yeah. guys are from Somalia. They look like... They, they just look the part, don't they? Like, and, it, and, it, yeah. and, the way, and they know that what their country's been through. Yeah. They know mm, yeah. what what's going on as well. Like, it's just, yeah, it's like really... It makes... Well, it, it's really, really well... I mean, it, I guess it could have turned out bad, I suppose, if they yeah, would have got yeah, someone yeah. who they couldn't act well, but obviously they were confident that they could do it and pull yeah. it off, and they were, yeah, they were amazing. It's a shame he hasn't been in that much more, if he's been in a few things, hasn't he? Yeah, he was in Blade Runner. Yeah, I, I think, I know this is maybe sounds a bit xenophobic or something, but I do think that his name is a little bit of, especially to Americans, I would have thought, is probably a bit of a barrier to entry. It's why a lot of people, you know, they go for stage names or whatever, but like, it's not super recognisable. Like, if I was to talk, if it's before I mentioned before today, if I would have said, oh, do you know who Bakar Abdi is? You probably wouldn't have a great idea, would you? Because it's not, it's not a huge like household name, I suppose. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those, it's a shame because he's really, he's really a, good. But he's a really good actor. He's a really good actor. And he's only been like, in a few things I would since. love to see him more. And I, I, I actually, when I saw him in Blade Runner, I was like, awesome. Because yeah. mm. 
He was amazing in. After this film, he went back and worked at a car phone warehouse, I think it was, or whatever. It was like some oh, phone company man. for a bit. He should. I know, he because should. he just didn't, he wasn't able to you know, capitalize like, shit, shit, too much straight away. He should be an actor. He's so I'm, ho- I'm hoping. He, he, he was in Grimsby. Was it? The Sasha Baron Cohen film. <laughs> I've not seen it, but yeah, it's, it's in his credits. Very different to Captain Phillips. So, so just to finish it off, is there any stand that moments? So then just generally what you thought about the film? I was I think it's not really a stand up moment, but I was just baffled and also in awe that the last half of the film, basically an hour, an hour and fifty minutes, was just in this one space. Oh yeah. And I didn't notice that time was going by. I was just like completely captured by what was happening on screen. And I, it was just it's crazy. 'Cause I needed to go to the I needed to go to the loo. And I, just before it, the boat went into the water, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll pause this or I'll check to see how long it's mm. left or whatever. And so then I checked and I was like, oh my goodness, this is the halfway point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much more of the film left to go, in, yeah. but they're just in the boat, uh, in the raft. So it's crazy. It's amazing how they can make, you can make such a, I mean, it's very slow mm. sort of like escape uh, chase or whatever, but they make it so impactful and mm. so like intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty interesting. I think for me, the whole final probably 10, 15 minutes when they're in the small escape vessel, all the things that are going on, like on the ship with the sniper team, below deck with the captain, inside the escape vessel with Captain Phillips and the pirates, that all going on and seeing how all these people are trying to work out their own sort of situations. Captain Phillips is trying to just stay alive the 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 navy seals are trying to shoot the uh the pirates on the ship the pirates are trying to work out a deal with people on the on the boat and it all kind of comes to like an instant sort of standstill when they all get shot and killed and just the tension leading up to that moment was just like phenomenal it's amazing you've watched it again for second time or whatever or third time like that you can still get that tense and into mm. it. It's, it's crazy. It's just yeah. good filmmaking. Yeah. 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 And you really, you, you do really believe in all the characters. You, you feel like what you're watching is something that's like real, like that is the real version mm-hmm. of it. It doesn't feel like mm. a film in a way. I mean, you know, it is a film, but it doesn't really feel like that. One of the things I want to mention before, which I forgot about was um, that they went to, I mean, to, they went to such a, an extent and there's such an effort to try and make it feel as real as possible the boat they actually shot on is the sister boat of the actual boat that you know got got hijacked so all the uh, sort of everything they show in that film is based is looks exactly the same as it would have looked so the same engine room the same captains like the deck and all that um even the navy boat the they they got the sister ship of the navy boat as well and like were Mm. able to like use that same ship it's just it shows you just how committed they were to yeah. making it as real as possible, yeah, yeah. Which, which I think helps. <laughs> Thanks, Siri. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was great. Um, oh, and also, just to talk about the lifeboat scene, in real life, that was, you know, I think it lasted like 48 hours or whatever it was. He was being tortured in that in that boat. Like, apparently, it was horrible. And apparently, 
the temperature got up to was getting up to thirty eight degrees and it was oh, non stop. No. Thirty degrees non stop. And at one point, you know, he said you know he jumps out of the boat to try and like escape or whatever. Um, in real life, he talk, in, he was talking about it. I was watching an interview and he was saying how um, it was you know he was trying to get away, but part of it as well was just nice to be able to get into the water and it was so refreshing because he was just like sat in that same seat in this mu- horrible muggy sweaty lifeboat and it was just so hot and it was just like torture like the whole time they were there and obviously they were beating him up and stuff as well which is and like doing mock um, executions and stuff it was yeah it was absolutely horrendous when you think about it as being an actual real life event you just I couldn't imagine going through something like that and then Mm -hmm. that reaction at the end I think for me the whole film is great and like I love loads of it like I love like even like the chase at the start and stuff it all works really well but for me, the stand-up moment of the whole film really has got to be that that, that few minutes where he's getting brought off. He got yeah. he, get, he gets brought off the boat, yeah. lifeboat, brought onto the to the naval vessel, and he's sort of getting like looked at by the medical officer, and he breaks down and he's just in shock. And you just think like, how does someone act that well? Like, how can they be? They're just the embodiment of that character, and it's like, yeah, it's just in, in, incredible. Um, uh, yeah, and I was actually really shocked to find out that he wasn't even nominated for an Oscar for that film. I know, it's I know, just, I know, I know. It's crazy. It, <laughs> I think, I, mean, I think, I think it's one of those things where like he's already won a few Oscars, so they, they tend to like try and give it to other people. But still, like, but it because I was watching it, and obviously I was like really emotional about what was happening on screen. But I was also just this is how powerful cinema is. Like this mm. is this person has taken on this other person and is now showing us like i don't know it's just it's so beautiful and so amazing it's such an a a great great thing that exists on the earth is acting (laughs) i know it sounds this sounds so ridiculous but like it's just so good it's just so powerful that Mm. that this person is just making this like creating these emotions on screen yeah enough enough even to make johnny cry i mean uh, yeah exactly and he's a robot he is well, on that note, I think we'll uh, wrap it up there. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Please, if you have a chance, like I said before, give us a rating on iTunes, send us an email, contact us on Instagram as well, at the Movie Quest. Uh, and also, if you have a chance, have a watch of Ponyo. I just added that film for next Ponyo, week. Ponyo, Ponyo, Ponyo. Ari, do you want to give us a quick, uh, quick summary of why you picked it? It's, it's basically, it's all by water <laughs> <laughs> a little bit different to Captain Phillips and Waterworld so yeah palate cleanser it's yeah. a palate cleanser for the really intense three films that we've got coming yeah 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 <laughs> oh cool right well thanks a lot for listening and we'll see you next time bye bye bye